Post podcast is brought to you by the Black Excellence Shop. Shop our Black Excellence calendar and journal bundle. 366 days of creativity, motivation, and spirituality. And shop our Black Excellence Daily app for Android and iOS. BlackExcellenceDaily.com. Ten leading causes of death in humans and how to avoid them. Number two, time. This is a quick recap. This comes from the Bleach anime during the Espada saga. And this aspect of death comes from Espada number two, Maragan Luizenbein. I think that's right. <laughs> time, 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 time. Don't like all the other aspects of death. Time is the one aspect of death that you, in the lowest scheme of things, you have no control over. You can control how you utilize your time. And that's kind of the solution to this aspect of death. But none of us can control our death. I mean, that, that's really it, right? Time, t- time in the grand scheme of things. Time as an aspect of death is really accepting that you know, we, we all check out at some, some point in time. And all you can really do is accept it. Previously, I talked about thanatophobia, which is the fear of death. And I discussed you know, having panic attacks, just thinking about the mortality of this reality. And the thanatophobia was alongside depression, pessimism, nihilism, uh, toxic nar- narcissism, and rooted in egoism also. And the realization was that I feared death because I was a nihilist, because I didn't believe anything mattered, because I didn't believe that I mattered. I didn't believe in purpose. I didn't believe in any aspect of uh, this life experience because of what it is and what we're, like I said, we're, we're birthed into this victimhood of this, life, of this life experience. But through life-changing moments, really, life-changing moments, having, gaining new perspective, being more optimistic, finding, reshaping how I define hope and how I see hope, and seeing hope, as I've said in, um, I think, talked about maybe despair, that hope without action is irrational. Hope on its own is irrational. Hope without action is what defines it as being irrational. Nothing wrong with hoping as long as you're performing acts and committing to the change and growth that you want and the hope, the end result of the hope that you're looking for. Nihilism, despair, pessimism, all the, the negative limiting perspectives that a lot of us have, go through, part of, are conditioned into, it ruins how you go through this life experience. Talk, talk about limitations. If I don't believe in anything, if I don't see a purpose, if I don't have any hope, then yeah, this, this, this entire life experience is forfeit to just wanting to seclude myself and wanting to either just get by or wanting to just, you know, live, on, live on, under, under the radar. And through that, you make choices that take away from the time that you have while, you, while you're here. Like I talked about the, um, you know, 15 minutes of fame analogy and how this is your lifetime of fame. However long you're alive, whether you're alive for 20 years, 50 years, 90 years, this is your lifetime of fame to show out and exist how you want to freely, openly, lovingly, supportively, socially. I would say that, you know, there's a collective responsibility. There's an individual responsibility and there's a collective responsibility. And your individual responsibility is to decide how you use, how you, how you utilize your time and what you invest time into. Most of us are born into conditions where your time is controlled by other people. I mean, that's, that's most of, you know, K through 12 education, right? Go to school at a certain time, go to school from eight to three, nine to three, 
And you're told where to go, what to do, what to read, who to listen to, when they eat lunch, what to eat. Everything is controlled and confined. And that, that's what it should be to an extent, right? Children need guidance. Children need preset systems to kind of educate them and enrich their those early years where they're sponges and taking all, all this information about life and learning about who they are and who they want to be and learning about history, where they fit in, how they can impact and change the world. In college, you know, if you have, you know, I mean, most, I look at everything as a luxury because I know everyone doesn't have the, the same benefits or the same opportunity. There's potential to have it if you work hard enough, but everyone doesn't have it innately. So if, you, if you've had the ability to go to college or if college is something you've considered or, if some, you know, even if college is something you don't see any value in, I've always seen value in education. And I looked at college as an opportunity um, I guess I'll, I'll transition, like discussing time and controlled time, right? When you're in college, you have more flexibility. Right? You choose your schedule, you choose the classes you want to take. There is a preset structure. There's this, this um, you know, preset program, depending on the degree program you choose. And you have to have a certain amount of electives and a certain amount of uh, core courses. But overall, you have freedom. You learn about flexibility. So your time is more of yours to manage. And that's supposed to be the transition to the real world when you have a career. And actually, no. That's, it's supposed to be the transition into taking more ownership over your life and time. Right? You go, through, you go to college and you have this flexibility. You have these four years of flexibility where you kind of explore. You work also. You balance and you manage your time well. And then the next step ends up being a, like a nine to five, right? the, the traditional nine to five. Where you just kind of re revert back to childhood where you just have these, these time blocks of constraint of where you can go and what you can do. And the average lifespan, right, is going to be working that nine to five. 50, 50 weeks a year, you know, you get your traditional two weeks off. The majority of your time is spent working, supporting other people's dreams, sucking traffic. At some point, you look at your life and you, right, you wonder what, where all the time went. Right? When people hit their 60s and 70s, they're like, yo, where did all the time go? And you lose track of time because so much of your time has been invested into what other people want. All you can do, all you can do while you're here, again, enjoying this life experience, is manage your time as much as you want. I talked about sacrifice and the uh, aspect of de death number three. Sometimes you sacrifice. Sometimes you need to sacrifice. But the majority of life can't be sacrificed. The majority of life needs to be rationally thought-driven, rationally executed, and rationally yours to own, yours to claim, yours to be proud of, yours to honor, yours to represent yourself and the things you care about, like I always say. There's no escaping, there's no escaping, no escaping. But all you can do while you're here, all you can do while you're here is honor your time, honor your time, honor your moments, honor your ability, honor your capabilities. And set the condition for how your time is invested. Invested into yourself, as I always say. Start with yourself, invest it again into the communities you love communities you care about, people you love, people you care about. And that's all there is. That's all there is. There's no way to counter this aspect of death in the long run. But in the moment, while you're here, your, your responsibility, your ability, your capabilities, your strengths, it's all rooted in ownership, self-ownership, self-ownership. Knowing that when you, when, you look back, when you look back at your life at any point in time, you can be proud to know that you, you've been doing things your way for a while. You've been doing things your way for a while. The past is the past, right? It's it's 
There's nothing you can do about yesterday. But at some point, like in the sacrifice video, I talked about consistency and sacrifice. At some point, you sacrifice. You do these minor, you commit to these minor sacrifices. You commit so long that it just becomes second nature and it's become, they become part of your identity and who you are. And at some point, when you look back, when you start investing time into yourself, you look back and the, you know, the early years when you weren't investing time, they don't even matter. They're not even relevant because for this past one year, past two years, three, four, five years, everything you've wanted to do for yourself, you have. And that's what matters. That's what matters. This is my favorite aspect of death because it is the only one you can't control. There is a necessity of acceptance. It's buckling to the reality of nature and managing what you can while you can, like I say, while you can. To choose your time wisely. Choose who you, who you invest time into. Choose what you invest time into. Start setting the conditions that honor who you are, honor who you want to be tomorrow. And enjoy this life experience. Enjoy this life experience while you can. Enjoy this literal once-in-a-lifetime experience. That's it. Uh, one more to go. Excited to wrap up. Next time, peace.